Man, these rankings would have been so much better if the Buccaneers lost to the Giants. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Trying out for wide receiver for the Packers didn't work out. Maybe I should try defensive tackle. Grossi. And today, we are going to be taking a look at the top 10 power rankings heading into week nine of the NFL. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to a brand new YouTube member, and that is Jimmy G has more rings than Aaron Rodgers. The sad part is it's true. So week eight in the NFL was filled with a ton of upsets. You had the Bengals knocking off the Titans. You had the Vikings knocking off the Packers. You had the Buccaneers almost losing to the Giants. There was lots of craziness going on. And so, of course, we're going to see a lot of fluctuation once again as we head into week nine of the NFL. So with that being said, let's get down to business. Number 10, you got the Chicago. You don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> They're not on here. Number 10, you got the Arizona Cardinals. I know I got a lot of flack for this last week and not putting them on, but considering how other teams are free-falling at the moment, it made sense to put the Cardinals on here. Now, listen, the Cardinals had a bye this past week, and I'm still not sold on that defense. The defense is still not great. They made some great turnovers when they had to against the Seahawks, but I don't have a ton of confidence in that defense. That being said, when Kyler Murray is on, oh, Kyler Murray is on. They have one of the most explosive offenses in the NFC, and I think that's going to at least be able to get them into playoff contention, whether it's the number five through seven seed. Now, are they going to win the division? I don't really know about that, but the Cardinals are a team that are definitely primed to make a run. They could be a dark horse in the NFC. I think that they'll be a little bit better next year, but right now, I still think with the way that they've been playing, they're a top 10 team. Then number nine, you got the New Orleans Saints. Saints, it's been a while. It's been a while, but you're back. You're back in the top 10. A tough overtime victory against the Chicago Bears in which the defense held enough, even though the Bears' offense really isn't that great. But the bigger story here is that the Saints have been missing like guys like Michael Thomas on their team for quite some time now, and yet they still have won four straight games. Now, a lot of that is because of Alvin Kamara and him literally going, oh, okay, I'm going to have to win this entire game for you. But there's still no doubting that their defense is pretty solid and their offense is firing on most cylinders. They still have some that are in the mechanic. So this is a team to watch out for as they are still getting healthy. They have a huge showdown against the Buccaneers next Sunday night, and I feel like that's going to be a great litmus test to see how good is this New Orleans Saints team. Then number eight, you got the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they're falling a little bit. Not a pretty game for the Titans. Nay, nay. I mean, they lost to the Bengals, and I mean, it, it really wasn't close until the very end there. Joe Burrow played well, and it goes back to talking about this defense. The defense is not good, which has kind of become a theme not only for the NFC, but also for the AFC as well. There are very few teams that have good or solid defenses right now. And those teams that do have those defenses, you're going to find them on here. For the Titans, they're still struggling in this category. Ryan Tannehill went 18 for 30, 
And I feel like this is one of those teams that they're going to be pretty hot and cold. And I feel like these past few weeks for the Titans have not been great. They've lost two straight, and they almost lost against the Texans in a shootout. This is one of those teams that I think will be there come January, but... I feel like they're going to go as far as their defense can take them. Then number seven, you got the Buffalo Bills. The power rushing game was able to launch them to victory. Only 18 attempts from Josh Allen, who didn't have his greatest day. The defense, they are the one who sealed the game with forcing a fumble on Cam Newton, and they were able to go, woohoo, we saved the day. Now, here's another question. Was this a close game because it was a divisional matchup? Is it because that the Patriots are actually a decent team? Because what we've seen out of the Patriots for a while now is they're not so great. They have lost four straight games. So taking a look at this game, it's pretty hard to kind of diagnose the Bills right now on if they are a really good football team. But the important thing is right now they are undefeated within their division and they're looking to win the AFC East this season. Then number six, you got the Green Bay Packers. Oh, that was an ugly-ass game. The wind was a-blowing, and apparently they were blowing wide-open holes in our run defense because Dalvin Cook was just going straight through them. Now, all things considered, the Green Bay Packers do not have Alan Lazard. They didn't have Kevin King. They didn't have Aaron Jones. They did have Bakhtiari. But let's be honest here. The big problem was the run defense. The offense, you know, there was some drop balls by guys like Equinemia St. Brown, and they really didn't capitalize on some plays. They got killed by penalties. But the biggest glaring hole is their defense. You got a lot of Vietnam PTSD flashbacks from the NFC Championship game last year against the 49ers. The Vikings came in with a game plan that they were going to run it down the Packers' throat with Dalvin Cook, and they succeeded with that plan. This is another team, just like I said with the Titans, they are going to get as far as their defense is going to take them. I still think the Packers are a very good football team, but like the Titans, these are games that they have to win. You know, you have the Bears who are not looking so great either, but at the same time, it seems like defenses are going to be the ones that are really going to set the tone for the NFC. And right now, the Packers don't have a good one. Number five, you got the Baltimore Ravens. Oof. Tough game. They were up 10 going into the half, and then... Gone in the third quarter. Rough game for Lamar Jackson as well, throwing two interceptions. But this was a tough divisional game in which both teams didn't look amazing. But at the end of the day, the better defense was able to force enough errors and they were able to take advantage of this. The Ravens are in a weird place right now. They are a talented football team. However, they also got some work to do. I imagine they'll be there in January as well. They might not be the ones who win the division, because right now the Steelers look like the most well-balanced team in football, and the Ravens were just unable to capitalize. Then number four, you got the Seattle Seahawks picking themselves up from losing last week and defeating the San Francisco 49ers. It was a close first half, then the Seahawks wound up pulling away in the third quarter, and then Nick Mullins was just like, I am going to will you to victory, and then they fell short. Wilson had an amazing day with four touchdowns. DK is a monster with over 160 yards and two touchdowns. And this just shows how many weapons that they have. You have Tyler Lockett having an amazing game and then DK Metcalf having an amazing game. No one is doubting how good this offense is. Again, just like most teams on this list, it's coming down to the defense. However, Seattle might not have to worry about that because they can just outscore all of their opponents. Then number three, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was, I was pulling for them. 
I was pulling for the Giants, which makes me feel gross on the inside. But a close game in which the Giants were actually leading for a good chunk of it. Then they come back at the very end, and then they go for the two-point conversion, and there's a little, uh, little pass interference action, but it's not called. Buccaneers looked a little bit out of sorts. However, the mistakes that they forced Daniel Jones to make, and plus the ones that Daniel Jones just made all by himself, were enough to sway the game in the Buccaneers' favor. Now, they're still also recovering from injuries. Obviously, they don't have Chris Godwin back. But looking ahead in the NFC, I think the Buccaneers are still the most balanced team. They have a great defense. They have a high-powered offense, and they are going to be problematic come playoff time. I mean, you saw what they did to the Green Bay Packers. And so while I said earlier that this Sunday night's game is a huge test for the Saints, this is also a big one for the Buccaneers because the winner of that might just walk away with the division. Then number two, you still got the Pittsburgh Steelers. I almost made them number one. If they had a more decisive victory, I probably would have given them number one, but I'm going to give it to the Steelers. It was an ugly win, but... Listen, the Packers know all about that. Not the winning part from this week, but ugly wins from last season, and they got it done. And as I said before, the defense made Lamar Jackson's life pretty darn miserable. This is a very good football team. They have a great running game in James Conner, who has reemerged. They obviously have plenty of wide receivers to throw to in Johnson and Juju, and also, of course, Chase Claypool. And the defense, even though losing Devin Bush, is still a formidable defense. The Steelers have some tough games ahead of them, but right now, they're a really, really damn good football team, and I don't know what team wants to play them later in the season. Then finally, number one, you still got the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they didn't struggle like the Bills. They went and they slapped the absolute crap out of the Jets. They held the Jets to nine points in the first half, and then they didn't let the Jets score any other points after that. Mahomes had five touchdowns on the day, absolutely destroyed the Jets, as all good teams should do, looking at you, Bills. And this was an example of, listen, they came in, they wrecked them, they left. That's what good teams do. That's what the Chiefs did. That's why they're still number one. Let's see what they can do next week. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Are there any teams on here that you think are undeserving? Should be a little bit lower, a little bit higher? What are we doing? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out PatCast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pat, go.